Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone is having a fantastic manic Monday and you're feeling really good. Sorry for the delay in getting to you this evening. Um, we were in, uh, where were we? We were in uh, Red Bluff, and so then we had to pass through Chico to get to Gridley, and in between there's lots of uh, acres of, of trees, fruit trees and prune trees and all kinds of almond trees, all kinds of trees, and not very much signal. So I had to wait until I got here so I could chop it up with you guys for a little bit. So this evening we're going to talk about um, juveniles. Carolina, Carolina had a question and she said, what is an alternative to consequences when a juvenile is doing things that is putting him at risk and he's already on probation, so he's sneaking out of the home, uh, smoking in the house, associating with friends that aren't good? Very, very, very good question. So here's the thing. First of all, I want to just... I want to look at the, the, the very context of the question itself. The mindset behind the question. When we say what is an alternative to consequences for a juvenile who's still doing these things, who's already on probation. So think about this for a minute. He's probably been experiencing tons of consequences already. And he's on probation and he's still having these issues. Hey, Mimi. He's still having these issues. And so... It's not a matter of an alternative to consequences because we have already established that consequences are not working for this young man. This is very, very important. What's important is understanding what is it that's driving this young man's behavior. So when you talk about a young man who's sneaking out of the home, when you talk about he's running away or he's, he's uh, engaging with with other kids or he's smoking in the home when he's not supposed to. That tells me that you've got a young man, number one, that's really stressed out. Number two, that creates a lot of stress for parents. So that's a very, very big thing. So right away inside the family home, and I'm assuming this is a, a young man maybe in foster care or some kind of guardianship placement. So I'm assuming that right inside the home, the place where he's ultimately has to feel the most secure, he's feeling a great deal of stress, and ultimately he's feeling a great deal of rejection. And the, the more stressed out we get as parents because of this behavior that he's engaging in, some loud dogs over there, the more stressed out we get as parents because of this behavior he's engaging in, we, we create this dynamic to where he feels more rejected. The more rejected he feels, the more he goes and associates with people where he feels like he can feel connected. He feels like he can be a part of a group. Right now, he's not feeling connected. You're, you're talking about, again, I don't, know, I don't know the core history, but you're talking about a young man who, who's already involved in the probation system. So that tells me that he already doesn't feel secure in the family unit and maybe he's already had a pretty, a pretty serious disruption in the family unit. Here's what has to happen, more so than consequences. And I don't know, this is, this is challenging because with juveniles, with adolescents, 
depending on the history, if they've gone through foster care and they've always been byproducts of, of diagnosis and maybe medication, and there's always been some kind of focus, then he's, he's really rebelling against being perceived as having a problem. And this is what a lot of parents run into when a child has, has gone through the mental health system, they've kind of grown up going through counseling and everything. By the time they hit adolescence, they're tired of being the problem. We're on a really busy street here in Gridley, California. They're really tired of being the problem, so they rebel against any, they have a high sensitivity towards any perception of being, of, of something being wrong with them. So they're oftentimes struggling, with, you know, they don't want to hear, they don't want to hear that there's a problem. So when they get to be adolescents, everyone else is the problem. Here's the, here's the approach you have to take with this, with this individual. Number one, and I think it said maybe he's 16 years old, you have to say to him, look, we know that you are, are, are getting older and you want to make, you want to make decisions on your own and you're, you're, you know, you're getting closer, you're closer to being an adult than you are a child and, and we're sorry we didn't have a chance, that's an important little statement. We're sorry we didn't have a chance to raise you earlier and have some positive influence in your life. But as you get older to making these choices, here's the thing. We're not going to try to stop you. We can't stop you. Because you're closer to being an adult than you are a child, you already you know that you're 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 already on probation. We want to help you make the best decisions but we don't want to create stress for you we don't want to create overwhelm for you we care about you that's why we have you here we just want to be able to support you and so there are a couple of things that we need to figure out number one we can't have you smoking in the home because it's not safe we can't prevent you from smoking but we can't have you smoking in the home so we need to figure out some kind of way that if that's something you need to do, that we create some kind of space outside of the home that you engage in that because it's not okay for you to do it inside the house. So that's like a limit that we're just gonna have to enforce because it's, it's, it's a safety issue. Number two, you don't have to sneak out of, the, out of your window at night. That scares us when we wake up and you're gone, we feel helpless, we feel out of control, we don't know what to do. We worry about you. If you feel like you have to leave, please come and tell us. Please let us know. If it's late at night and there's somewhere you need to go, we may even need to drive you there. We are more concerned about your safety than we are about you actually going out at night. We don't want you to go out at night. Let, let me, let's be real clear about that. We don't want you to go out, out at night. We worry about you but we don't want you sneaking out. There's a front door you can go out of if you feel like you need to go out of. Please just let us know that you have to go out and please let us know when you plan on coming back. And if there's anything we can do, maybe whoever it is you're going to meet, maybe they can come to our home. Maybe that's something that we can do to create some safety and some security for some friend of yours that, that you may be going out to meet with that you don't have to. Um, if you have some kind of need, we don't want you to feel afraid to communicate to us because you're afraid that we're going to tell you no and then you go and do it anyway. 
if you know you're going to go do it anyway and we know you're going to go do it anyway we just want to create some kind of open communication so we can figure out how to make this the safest possible this 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 thing you need to do how we can make it the safest possible thing how how we can stay in relationship with you and and guide you as much as you're willing to allow us to we understand that we can't be your mom and dad and raise you like we like you were our child we get that but we also have a responsibility to try to keep you as safe as possible but we're not going to fight with you because we know that fighting you and punishing you has not worked all the way up into this point so we got to figure something else out but you've got to know that some of these behaviors some of these things that that you're doing really scare us and that's why we get so stressed out because we get scared we get sad we feel helpless we don't know what else to do what I'm talking about mom and dad is communication I'm talking about heartfelt emotional connected communication I can almost guarantee you that this young man has never had anyone say to him we feel scared we feel sad we feel helpless and we don't know what to do we don't want to try to make you stop doing what you're doing. We just want to make sure you're safe when you're doing it. Please give us an opportunity. Please give us a chance to be there for you and not try to not try to treat you like a child. You've made it this far in your life. We want to stay connected to you. We want to stay we want to stay in a, in relationship with you. We want to stay in a place where you feel like you can trust us and you can communicate to us so we can get through this and then hopefully try to keep you out of any more probation issues. We don't want to be those parents who are calling the cops and turning turning you in because we know where that's going to lead. That's just going to lead to you back in juvenile detention, and that's not what we want for you. So really I'm talking about really honest, connected communication. And it just it goes so far with adolescents, especially adolescents who've grown up in the system, who have more or less grown up taking care of themselves. So many of these kids that come into homes of these parents who just want to help. These kids have been taking care of themselves almost their whole lives. They've just learned that the only people they can trust is themselves. And so it's so hard for them to trust another adult because the only thing they've ever experienced adults doing is telling them what to do or telling them what not to do. Trying to control them. You're not going to win this game if you're trying to control your adolescent. You have to have a strong enough relationship so you can influence them. It's freaking cold out here. I think I'm done. I hope that's helpful, guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths, slow down, and choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I hope that was helpful. I'm going to go hang out with another family. And then I'm going to go back to Chico and hang out with uh, a couple of new family support workers. And so the night is still going strong. Got to go. Big Papa, see you tomorrow. Good night, everyone.